It's a beautiful spring day, and you have just killed an antelope with your bow and arrow. Imagine you're Esau, Isaac's oldest son, and you're dragging your prize back home through the fields. You have always enjoyed hunting, and this is the biggest antelope you have ever snagged. Your dad loves eating wild game, so you know he'll be pleased with the results of your hunt. Your stomach rumbles loudly as it reminds you that you haven't eaten any food all day long. You arrive home as the sun is setting and see your younger brother, Jacob, making dinner. You and Jacob have never gotten along, and your mom loves to joke that you and he have been fighting from the moment you were both born. You still haven't forgiven him for the time he placed the tip of one of your arrows under a pillow pointed up. When you sat down later on, it left quite the mark on your rear end. You weren't able to sit for a week after that. As you place the antelope by your tent, you call out to Jacob, Hey, give me some of that stew you're making. Jacob replies, Sure, but only if you give me your birthright. You sigh. Jacob is always trying to make a deal. You respond, if I die of starvation, my birthright won't do me any good. You can have it. You walk away with your stew without a second thought that you have just given away your future. I'm Pastor Michael, and this is Chicken and Waffles, the Bible podcast for preteens, where learning and obeying God's Word creates preteens that are unique and unforgettable, just like Chicken and Waffles. Hello, preteens. Welcome back to Chicken and Waffles. I'm your host, Pastor Michael, and I am pumped you've decided to join me today. You know what? Let's become unique and unforgettable together. Now, you may be relatively new to Chicken and Waffles. Welcome. Glad you're here. Let me remind you why we call this Chicken and Waffles, because I don't know about you, but I think chicken, especially fried chicken, is amazing. But I also love waffles. But when I put them together to create chicken and waffles, well, that's when I get something that is truly unique and unforgettable. You know, but for you as a preteen, whenever you learn God's word, you know what? You're unique. Not a lot of people do that today. But it is when you apply God's word and live out his truth that you become unforgettable. It's not enough to just know what the Bible says. We need to live it out. That's when we will see God do amazing things through our lives. And I bet that's something you want. So let's dive in and see what's going on and let's become chicken and waffles together. All right. Well, have you ever been tempted to do something foolish? I know I have. Maybe like every day, I'm probably tempted to do something not smart. But in our passage today, Isaac is now an adult, okay? Lots of years have passed, and he's got two sons, Esau and Jacob. They do not get along. Now, they're twins, but they don't look alike, and they have been fighting from before they were even born. Does that sound like your family? It may or may not. I don't really know. But Esau today faced a situation where he could do something wise or foolish. He's just arrived back home from hunting, so let's see what happens. 
We're going to read Genesis 25, verses 30 through 34. Esau said to Jacob, I'm starved. Give me some of that red stew. This is how Esau got his other name, Edom, which means red. All right, Jacob replied, but trade me your rights as the firstborn son. Look, I'm dying of starvation, said Esau. What good is my birthright to me now? But Jacob said, first you must swear that your birthright is mine. So Esau swore an oath, thereby selling all his rights as the firstborn to his brother Jacob. Then Jacob gave Esau some bread and lentil stew. Esau ate the meal, then got up and left. He showed contempt for his rights as the firstborn son. Now, what does this mean? That's our chicken question. Now, you might be asking, what in the world is a birthright? And why is it such a big deal? Ah, I love it when you ask good questions. You keep asking those questions because every time you read the Bible, you should ask questions. Now, a birthright in their culture, the firstborn son was elevated above all other children. Uh, Now, if you're the firstborn out there, don't be getting a big head. We don't really do that in our culture today, but in theirs, that's what they did. And it was his right to become the leader of the family when the father died. Plus, the firstborn son would receive double the inheritance or wealth when dad passed away. So just because they were born first, that means they got more power and wealth. Now, that sounds like a pretty good deal, doesn't it? Yes, it was a big deal. However, because Esau was hungry, he gladly gave away this honor without much thought. Now, does that seem wise? No. It's kind of like whenever I go on road trip, I, I enjoy going on road trips with my family, and whenever I get in the car, do you know what I immediately start thinking about? I always start thinking about the two cheeseburger meal at McDonald's. Why? I have no clue, but it is my favorite travel meal whenever I'm on a road trip. And so whenever we're in the middle of where we're going, you know what? I'm hungry. And I'm like, where's McDonald's? We've got to find one. And when we do, I get the two cheeseburger, large fries, and a Coke, and I love every minute of it. Now, do I know that McDonald's food is going to fill my arteries with cholesterol and make me fat? I sure do. But do you know what I still do? I still make the foolish choice and I still eat it because I'm getting short-term satisfaction at the cost of my long-term health. Does that sound wise to you? No. Well, that's exactly what Esau did. He gave away something that was worth a lot to gain something that was worth little. You know, later on in his life, which one do you think he would have wanted? That bowl of stew? or his birthright with double the wealth. Yeah, that's what I think too. So what I want you to remember today, our big idea is that I should never trade what is valuable for what is worthless. Ooh, that's pretty good right there. So what should I do? That's our waffle question. Now, my guess is is that sometimes you're tempted to make foolish decisions. Now, if you're willing to be honest, are you sometimes tempted? to make foolish decisions? Yeah, I bet you are. You know, but none of you have a birthright coming your way. I bet some of you firstborns out there wish you did, but you don't. So what does it look like for you to trade something that's valuable for something that's worthless? 
Well, say say you're at school and you've got a friend who's who always has stuff that makes you jealous. And one day they just leave it out on their desk and you're like, I'm tired of being jealous. I want what he's got. And you take it and put it in your own bag. But you know what? Afterwards, when it's discovered that you took what was your friend's, and I want you to remember, you're always going to be found out on these things. Your reputation will be damaged and no one will trust you afterwards. See, you got something that was worthless for a short time, but then you lost your valuable reputation. Or say you repeatedly decide to yell at your siblings because it makes you feel like you're in charge. You're, you're the oldest and so you constantly belittle and yell at them. However, you know, if you do that enough and you keep doing it as y'all get older, do you know what will happen? Eventually, your relationship with your siblings will be damaged, and they won't want to be close to you. And so what you got was something worthless of getting to feel in control for a short period of time, but what you lost was the valuable relationship with your siblings. Or say you're at school and your friends know that you are a Christian, but you repeatedly lie to your teachers about all sorts of things. So when it comes time to then you're like, hey, I want to invite my friends to church. They don't want to go with you because they don't see a single difference in how you live your life. So what you got was worthless in that you got out of trouble in small things, but you lost what was valuable, which was the ability to tell your friends about Jesus. Now, do you see how easy it is to trade something valuable? For something that's worthless, oh, it happens all the time. So here's my challenge for you. Here's my challenge. The next time you're tempted to make this trade, I want you to ask, am I tired, hungry, or afraid? Now, that's a really practical question. I bet you didn't see that coming. Am I tired, hungry, or afraid? Now, you might be thinking, Pastor Michael, that seems a little silly, but I want you to stick with me. Let's go back to Esau. Why did he make his foolish decision? He was hungry. He was hungry. You know, many times, preteens and, let's be honest, adults make foolish decisions because they're tired, hungry, or afraid. So just by asking this question, you're going to prompt your brain to kick in before making a foolish decision. Now, if you're tired, go get some rest. Now, I, this makes me, I can hear my son at this point, I'm not tired, right? I'm sure you've never said that to your parents. Yes, you are, and that's okay. Needing a little bit of rest doesn't make you a little kid. It makes you wiser than most adults. Or if you're hungry, go get something to eat before you make that decision. Or if you're afraid, remind yourself of truth concerning the situation that you're in. See, by asking this one simple question, you will prompt your brain to kick in, and then you'll take care of whatever need that you have in that moment. And when you take care of that, guess what? You're going to then come back and make a better decision. And it's going to prevent you from making a horrible decision that will lead to pain and disappointment and discipline from your parents. And let me guess, I bet you want to avoid that. Yes. All right. Hey, so today, what does it mean? What did we talk about? I should never trade what is valuable for what is worthless. And what should you do? 
when you're faced with that temptation, ask myself, am I tired? Am I hungry? Or am I afraid? And take care of those things first before succumbing to that temptation. Ah, man, thank y'all for joining me today. If you're loving chicken and waffles, would you take a brief moment to leave a rating or review so that I can know what you're loving about it? Plus, it will help other families know that this is a great podcast to listen to because you recommend it. And whenever a preteen leaves a review, I will read it in a future episode. So I'd love to be able to read your review in a future episode. Remember, every time you learn and obey God's word, you're becoming unique and unforgettable, just like chicken and waffles. I'll see you next time.